The 2019 Healthy Kids Colorado survey indicates youth are less likely to vape, use marijuana, or experience depression when connected with a parent guardian or an adult they can trust and with whom they can share feelings. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Forward Together is an outreach begun by the state of Colorado in September to promote youth connectedness while supporting the ability of adults and parents to build quality relationships with teens. Although the initiative is still at its growth stages, the response and participation has been extremely positive. On this edition, we continue learning more regarding how Forward Together is bringing young people and adults together with Sarah DeLong of the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and Charlotte Whitney with the Colorado Department of Human Services. We know that COVID has turned the world totally upside down for young people, and so they have had to adapt, and they're doing great. I would argue personally that youth are the experts when it comes to connecting and adapting, especially with access to technology and all the different ways there are out there to connect. It's beyond the platforms that I use, so I think they have a ton of opportunity to experiment on new social media platforms or other ways to engage, even when they can't see each other face-to-face. And they also have a super keen sense of, okay, I understand that sometimes I can see people face-to-face, but I also care about protecting other people's health, so I don't want to engage face-to-face, even if it's, you know, something I really want to do. I want to make sure that how I'm engaging with my friends is still safe and following all the COVID guidelines. We actually have a young person who speaks about this, you know, struggle of like, oh, man, I want to see my friends, but COVID, and talks about how they think through that whole process. And so that's really interesting to me when it comes to how they are coping and dealing with and thinking through how do I still maintain relationships with the people I care about a lot and who I support and I want to support them and they support me. They're figuring it out. They're doing a great job. So, yes, things are nuts, but they got it. Yeah, COVID represents a... uh a unique challenge, but at the same time, does it also represent a unique opportunity because of remote learning, kids are at home, and remote work, parents are at home or adults are at home, and so their proximity gives each of them a better chance to become connected. That's a great point. And they are connected. It's just having to navigate that new situation, right? Like, no one's used Mm -hmm. to connecting with everybody in their household for that many hours with you know, coping, you know, we're all figuring out how to cope with new stressors. So, yes, they absolutely have more opportunities to connect. It's just about navigating that because I don't want to discount the people who might be listening. They're like, it has been so hard. Like, I don't know that it's been 100%, but we're figuring it out again. I just really think this is like humans doing great is we're, we're figuring it out. There's ways to do it. And as long as we keep sharing what's working with each other and, like, hey, I know this is nuts, but here's what's working for me in my house where everybody's schooling and working and, you know, stuck together maybe in a small space. You know, the collective wisdom goes a long way. One of the really uh, uh, tremendous things I think you did in your website was you separated it into regions for youth and for parents. So parents can see what they need to focus on and youth can see what they need to focus on as well, even though it could be argued that both of them should be together so that they would know, but you're at the same time trying to get parents comfortable with communicating with youth and youth more comfortable with uh, communicating with parents. Is that one of the things that came out of the focus group, that you needed to have separate websites so you could speak to each of the audiences individually? Yes, we heard from our research that it's 
our focus for and the most area for growth for parents was giving them tools to help better connect with um, their kids. And then on the youth end, we wanted to give them the tools to better connect with their peers because we didn't want to give tools to better connect with parents if parents weren't receiving the same messages about how to strengthen those relationships. So we wanted to we wanted to be realistic about where change was possible and recognize that um, helping young people better connect with their peers, that connection is still extremely valuable um, in addition to uh, an adult connection as well. So connectedness can be um, come from many places. It can come from peers, trusted adults, and parents. And so we wanted to address this issue from multiple different angles. The other thing you did, too, that I really enjoyed was that um, – you set up situations uh, instead of making it an FAQ or something like that. You set up real, it seemed to be real-world situations where a connection had to be made, and you asked the question, and so the person using the website can see how the connection was made through the response. Yes, we wanted to share multiple different kinds of connections um, from yeah. Colorado's across the state. No matter what age group you had, uh, would read it for youth, it was there for them, reflecting some of the things that they have to manage, you know, at that particular point, and the same thing with parents as well. Is there a major concern regarding the mental health state of Colorado's youth? I know at one time we either led the nation or were high up in youth suicide there because of all the stresses and stuff. Are we still uh, in that kind of a range where, the uh, mental health state of our youth in Colorado is pretty delicate. Yes. There's room for improvement across all trends with helping youth be healthier mentally, emotionally, physically. That's going to benefit them in a ton of ways. So there's always room for improvement across every state. And, yeah, Colorado definitely has been highlighted as one of, you know, states that is, is in need of figuring that out. However, also we found out in a statewide survey we do this, you know, regularly through where Sarah works, the Department of Public Health, through that statewide student survey, we learned that 35%-ish of high schoolers, they reported experiencing symptoms of clinical depression. And specifically, that means they're experiencing signs of sadness, hopelessness, isolation, feeling disengaged. And we also saw an increase on the same survey of students who reported thinking about or attempting suicide. So, yes, we see that these Things are expressing themselves amongst youth. We know there are issues, but we know there are a ton of opportunities too. I mean, we're not we're not done for here. Like youth are really strong and resilient. And so again, to this this connection piece, you know, I think we all can get a personal sense of a young person who we may not even are close to, even if it's like acquaintance e. I really do think as adults we have a sense of when someone needs our help, when a young person needs our help. And so I think this connection piece of this whole campaign is talking about is like, hey, take that relationship that you have with that person and just make it stronger. That way when that young person has the moment of, I am not okay, I do not feel well, they have at least you, that one person that they can go to to talk about things, to cope, to talk about strategies for coping, to ask for advice, or maybe sometimes they just need space to be heard and be listened to, and that's enough. So, yes, while there are concerning things about mental health, we have resources and avenues to help young people through those moments and through those situations, one of those mm -hmm. being our Colorado crisis line. 
that if, if anybody is concerned, seriously concerned about themselves or a young person in their lives, the crisis line is a great number to call, um, which it is 844-493-TALK. Mm-hmm. Or if someone can text the word TALK to 38255, and you are connected to a trained professional for free to get that immediate and confidential help. 24-7, 365, someone is there. So I don't want anybody to feel like they can't go anywhere if they really need someone in that moment. So if it's not a, an adult in someone's life that they can go to, they can always call or text the crisis line if they need help. Yes, Charlotte, is that the idea of Forward Together, the bottom line, is that youth need to know that they can connect, that they're not alone, they don't have to try to manage these issues by themselves, and and, and you've given them ways to do that and a place where they can feel comfortable with learning and understanding how to do it by going to your website and you post it on there, the resources which they could reach out to. Absolutely. Exactly. We believe that have, when young people have people around them and they're connected to folks in their lives, parents, adults, or their peers, they may face challenging times, but it's sometimes easier and helps relieve some of the stress when you're going through challenging times with someone else to support you. In this day and age, with all the communications we have, why do Parents, or why do you think parents, I know you're not a psychologist, but why do you think parents have, uh, have still have problems talking to teenagers? Well, I, Adam, I'd say there's a couple things going on here. Parents are trying, you know, so there's no yeah. magical, there's no magical solution to figure out how, how to talk to youth. And I think parents also say, like, hey, I'm busy, like, I'm, I want to find time to connect with my young person, but they're busy, I'm busy. So it's about, intentionally setting time to speak to a young person and also being gracious on yourself as an adult or parent um, when a young person has perhaps like an emotionally charged reaction to what you saw as a basic question. They're going through a lot emotionally because adolescence is inherently an emotional time. So it's just a level of effort thing. There's nothing new happening now that didn't happen a bazillion years ago. Technology is different, sure, but the connection between parents and youth are a thing we can all work on. You know, social media is a thing that got brought up quite a bit, but, I mean, the organic nature of relationship between parent and child comes down to just trying, opening up the conversation, trying to have meaningful conversations, just setting the stage. Even if, even if a young person ignores and is like, I don't want to talk about this right now, the fact that you reached out and said anything, like, hey, I just want to check in, goes so far. Yeah. Absolutely, and we also, just to add to that, we recognize that there is a ton of pressure on parents right now as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Many are working from home and managing child care um, in addition to their jobs or managing um, different challenges, and so the goal of this is not to put more pressure on parents. The goal is it for it to be a resource because, again, as you said, at the end of the day, it's those little small interactions they are the most meaningful to you. So you don't even have to feel pressure to set aside time necessarily. If you have time, great. But if not, just focusing on those check-ins, like, hey, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? Um, what's going on with you? Those mean a lot, and those add up over time, and they really mean a lot to young people. Which still goes down for parents' time, T-I-M-E. 
You take mm-hmm. the time to do it, even though as busy as parents may be, you know, um, you still have to put your time in with those uh, youngsters. Which brings up another question regarding those who may not be parents or grandparents. How do they build connections better? So we heard in our research that um, many trusted adults, the trusted adults we talk to, feel confident in their ability to connect with young people and build strong relationships. Um, but uh-huh. they face, oftentimes face challenges in their jobs. Sometimes what they're being, they may have a lot of expectations and responsibilities with their job if they're a teacher or a coach um, and may not always have the time they desire, similar to parents, to connect with teens and build those stronger relationships. I would say some great tips to start is just with some smaller conversations to build trust over time, um, the, that will go a long way. And then also be a listening ear for young people in whatever setting, with a coach, after school leader, teacher. Um, sometimes young people just need someone to listen to them and respect their opinions. Um, and so I think those are some great places to start for trusted adults. Uh, how long before you, you build on what you've already done and what's that process going to be? So we're constantly building on our um, content on our website. We have young people who are paid to write new content for our website every month. We've also hired youth artists to create some content as well. And when we first launched the campaign in September, it really our messages are more catered to parents um, than so a future iteration of the campaign, the goal is to have more content specifically for trusted adults, those coaches, teachers mentors. Um, And so that'll be a future iteration. And also um, ongoing, when we launched in September, we also launched a Spanish version of the adult campaign. And so we're continuing to develop content in both Spanish and English going forward for parents and adults. Okay, good, good, good. Are you doing anything special with it, a special messaging um, you want to get out for the holidays? Um, Families have time off, if they're able to take time off work, that's a great time to spend time together as families, build stronger relationships with their teens. But I think in general, our general guidelines about listening, um, being attentive, respecting your teen's opinions, um, being careful not to dismiss or criticize those opinions, um, general tips for building stronger relationships still apply in the holiday season. Again, the outreach for connecting youth and adults is forward together. Learn more about the campaign and becoming involved online at forwardtogetherco.com. Many thanks to its initiators, Sarah DeLong of the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and Charlotte Whitney with the Colorado Department of Human Services for being our guest again on this edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay in your game. Mask up when you're going out. And many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.